The first thing that happens is the world goes black. You just hear a little snap when your neck rolls back. You don't bite your tongue off or foam at the lips. And before you hit the ground, there's a moment of bliss. It's like token a spliff. It's like shedding your skin. It's better than the best train wreck there's ever been. You have to let it in, as much as it's upsetting. To wake up with bruises you don't remember getting. You don't remember how the well, you went Well, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, friends out there in family foster clock land, we had some technical difficulties actually dropped offline and trying to get back on. So that's, that's why you got a little bit of a glitch back there. We're going to try and get back on track. I have shitty short-term memory, so I don't even know what we were talking about except for... I got <laughs> you. Uh, uh, but Rachel knows. Of course, uh, we're with Rachel Duncan, art therapist, uh, mental health counselor, and just badass woman overall. And we're talking about <laughs> Christmas, gift-giving, uh, associated guilt sometimes, and and yeah, things like that. So where were we? I think we were talking about when someone gives you a gift and you are like empty handed or caught off guard. And what do yeah. we do with that awkwardness? Right, right. Yeah. So I had to feel like a practical idea is offer some time together, you know? There you hey, go. Hey, let's get lunch next week. I'd, I'd love to take on my favorite hike. You know, especially if like you're not going to match their gift. And then it seems silly, right? Like I'm not going to run out and buy you some fancy gift that I wasn't even anticipating because you got me one. Um, so I think that can be a lovely gesture, especially if you've, done, if you've done this work that we've talked about, like knowing how you like to express love. Like I love time together. And I think most people do, let's be honest. I mean, really all five of these love languages, we all love. It's not like anyone hates them. <laughs> I would say right, right. at a certain point. And, um, or ask the person, you know, gosh, I let me get you something for you. Or, you know, even back to our previous conversation about how to help, you know, what do you need? I had this lovely conversation with a good friend of mine last Christmas when we weren't getting together with anyone. She was super stressed out. She had just had a baby. She's a doctor, all this stuff. And we had this wonderful conversation, like, what do you need? And she was like, I need those cute, like, uh, I can't remember what they're called. Like it's like scrubs, but like a like a hair kind of mask thing uh -huh. um, that would like tie to my ponytail. And I've seen the nurses have them. They get them on Etsy, and I have no time. She's like, "What do you need?" And I was like, "I need actually just what you said, Mike. Like I need someone to help me go through my mom's old stuff, you know." And so we were so much more motivated to get a gift for each other than get give ourselves what we needed. So I get on Etsy and I buy her like eight of these cute, like do rag things for, for the hospital. Nice. And then she buys me half a day with a professional organizer. Wow. <laughs> and it was just one of these, like, it was actually really what I wanted and I would never spend money on myself. <laughs> and she, she wanted to help me. And it was just this lovely exchange where like, yeah, what do you need? I don't want to get you another scented candle. Like, what do you need? And um, so I think we can do that. I think if you're, okay, then the deep work, the inner work though, if you're yeah. feeling like there's an imbalance in a gift giving thing, I think just receiving graciously. I think that can be the work we need to do. That I am still a whole person, even if I don't quote reciprocate perfectly. Yeah. Or that I can reciprocate in connection because that's actually what gifting is about. It is about connection. I can be connected to this person and not feel like I owe them. That's a big one. 
That's yeah. a big one. Yeah. yeah. And that takes a lot of inner strength to do. And because what I'm suggesting is bucking a lot of social norms, which is uncomfortable for, for us. But I think us bold enough to do it should do it. Um, often when we set a boundary, like I still love you, but I'm not going to do that thing. Oftentimes, not always, it, it does help the other person on the other, on the other side. It not only conserves your energy, but the other person is like, cool. <laughs> this is so great that we're, we're still good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that. So I, like I think, that. am I, and I'm still enough. I'm still lovable. <laughs> this was maybe a wonderful gift. I'm going to sit with the discomfort. That's also okay to be uncomfortable. That's the other thing. <laughs> it's okay to be uncomfortable. And if your go-to is running and getting a gift for that person, for sure. It's, but it's one choice of many. You know, I, I, you don't have to. I think we can receive just really graciously. Just a nice thank you. Yeah. There we go. Because that person's just wanting to connect. And then you can co continue that connection with them. I like how you said it's okay to be uncomfortable. And finding comfort in your uncomfortableness, uh, that, that's so ironic. But it's mm -hmm. so true. Um, mm -hmm. And it's kind of like I was saying before we started recording. I'm excited because I'm feeling uncomfortable. Like <laughs> it sounds, it sounds Something, like something's changing. <laughs> yeah. Something's changing. I feel like I need to get out of the place where I am. And that's because I'm not comfortable here anymore. And it's because I'm recovering and healing more. And you know, the, my mindset finally has gotten to the point where it's like, I want to get back to work. I want to get mm -hmm. off disability if I can. Mm -hmm. um, I know I'm not quite there, but yeah. that just makes me makes me want to do something. And this is mm -hmm. this is the part. And I think this is kind of like the intense inner work that you have to do with the gift giving as well. Is you got to get in your mind and you got to figure out how and what mm -hmm. steps you're going to take to get out of your rut or to get mm -hmm. through this uncomfortable moment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and part it, of that is though, like, okay, but the other side of that coin though, Micah, is like, oh, I got to get out of this uncomfortable moment. I'm going to reach for the substance that always does me right, you know? And so that's that impulse because it gets out of that discomfort when we're not used to feeling uncomfortable. Um, so we can also do or go to addictive behaviors, be whatever it may be. So that that's the thing is like, okay, if I can actually sit with this discomfort, that allows me to not go to the addictive thing. What can I do instead? What can I do and that instead? That takes the pause. That's a little bit of a longer pause <laughs> because the easy reach is probably the addictive thing that that you know you might have done before. Yeah, and I and I mean yeah. addiction in all of its forms. Like this is not just substances. You know, this could be codependency, um, exercise, food. You know, ex yeah. exactly all kinds of things. Um, so. Yeah, you make a great point. And you know that also when you get into those uncomfortable family situations or if you have one of those families, um, that's probably why so many people get schnockered, get <laughs> shit faced over the yeah. holidays. It's like, do I really want to listen to my uncle's political uh, or yeah. or rants or you kids these days? You know, I, do I really want my relatives? 
takes the edge off Just, <laughs> right. to get through it. Yes. Right. And again, I will say, I think in the moment we can feel like, oh my God, this is the worst thing's ever happened or da da da, or I feel so turned up. And I think the, the therapist in me also wants to say yes. And it's one night. It's one night. One night. If you need to just take an extra stretch in the bathroom and just like get your shit together or take a step outside, you know, I definitely have noticed, I think as an adult, the other adults in my family, oh, that's why so-and-so just like will leave for a little while. <laughs> Re-enter. Like, you know, my dad would just like go to his wood shop for a while and come back, you know, like it's okay to do, like recalibrate sometimes by leaving. If you're the kind of person that, or if it's the it's if it's a social setting where you're feeling dysregulated with those people, if the way to regulate, and this is you knowing yourself, how can you regulate yourself? You know, I think for a lot of us, it's just you can step out for a minute. It's okay. Like yeah. you're not leaving forever. You know, step out for a bit and come back. Um, that's we do okay. this. In- yeah, we do this in so many other aspects of our lives. When you're yeah. working and you get stuck on a question or an issue or a problem and you can't yeah. come, you're just turning the wheels in your head, what do you do? You get up mm-hmm. and you leave the situation so your mm-hmm. brain can slow down, clear up or mm-hmm. you know, you can let all that kind of shed a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. And so why why not do it with your family as well? Yeah. Yeah, you know, this brings me to our other shared love, which is music, because music makes everyone feel better and no one can make snarky comments while everyone's singing. <laughs> so one thing that I've brought in this like intentionality of bringing what I love is is some carols. So I have these little booklets of carols and um, at some point in the night, we just like, no one can play piano, but we just sing. And I just hand them out and we just start singing a few songs. And it makes everyone just stop what they're doing and sing. And everyone feels good. So if you've got, you know, even just a couple musical people in the family, you don't need an instrument. You just sing all these songs. Everyone knows Oh Christmas Tree and Silent Night. And everyone loves this music. And if you've, everyone's had a few drinks, just pull out some songs. If stuff starts feeling uncomfortable or you want to, like, not tell that story again or whatever, start singing. I like that. I like that. And I've got the kind of voice that would would definitely drown out a, a table full of of chitty chat conversation. Yeah, everyone's stopping what they're doing. <laughs> Listen, oh yeah, oh yeah. When I sing full voice, man, watch out. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe not. Don't do full voice. Maybe no. like you know mezzo piano. <laughs> start start low and then bring it up as mezzo people start piano. Drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone <laughs> loves it, and it's just also one of these times where we've got this like this canon of music that so many people know, or at least know the tune too. And, you know, and then it's just fun, especially if we've got kids around, like no one has to be a good singer, guys. Like it's kind of like the art thing. Just jump in. You don't have to be good at it. We need to get away from that. Like, you know, we have eons and eons of singing together and just because people love singing together. So. And it also goes to, um, in, in a lot of ways, it's a fast track to make that connection or to get the connection back. Yeah. Because it's it really good. does. Yeah. And laughing. You. Like it's just going to bring up laughter. Someone doing some funny sound and it brings in play. I think whenever we can bring in some play is like that often will really shift a mood and actually feel very connective. 
um, more connective on like a deeper level when we play together. So that's really what it is. It's, it's a playfulness. Yeah. Agreed. I think we have some woodwork going on in the other room. That's why I'm jumping on and off mute. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Cut through the internet line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he's trying to find the last of the internet line. <laughs> cut, cut it all together, right? <laughs> oh. Yeah. So what I else? Know, about- well, I know. I was like, oh, gosh, I know. I'm going to get so many more ideas after we sign off. I think those are going to – I think now, like – you know, before we get into the holidays, now's a good time to just take stock and allow yourself to change things that you love to do. Maybe you don't love doing anymore, especially after the pandemic. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I think often our family systems are more flexible than you think. Not all the time. We've definitely got, if, if there's, you know, I'm not talking about extreme stuff like abusive relationships and stuff, because those are not flexible, but most family relationships are actually more flexible than you think. And if you want to make a little change, pitch it, you know, like some people might be on board, some people might not, you know, I think if you can be a little brave, I'm giving you permission to be a little brave, to shift some stuff, take stock of the things you really like about the holidays, the stuff you don't. And, um, but remind yourself because we get really caught up. Like there's so, it's so saturated after Thanksgiving, especially, and it takes a real strong spine to uh, pick and choose. Yeah. And, and I like, I like what you just said. There is, is a great time to take stock and to do it before Thanksgiving, because once Turkey day's over, it's just balls to the wall until, (laughs) until Christmas time. Yeah. 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 So and it doesn't love- have to be, you know, choose right. like what things you're into and what things you aren't, you know, how can you make the gifting easier? Also, mm-hmm. Mike, I'll just drop this other thing. I also do financial coaching. This is like this other thing that I do. Really? And I integrate it with the therapy. So I like bringing the therapeutic stuff into people's financial lives. But, you know, so many people carry credit card debt for a year just from the holidays. Right. Is this really necessary when this day and age we're all buying what we need usually for ourselves? Yeah. You know, and I, I think the more bold we can be, hey, I'm not going to participate in this way and that way, we all could use a break on how expensive this holiday is um, mm-hmm. in some ways or being very careful about it and not just like, I went in to get a $50 gift and left with a $110 gift. We've all like, <laughs> you know, it can happen so easily. And, um, you know, like we have a, a thing in our with my siblings. It's a fifty dollar donation to another charity. That's our gift to each other, and we've done that for like years. That. And it's just like it, it can't go more. <laughs> like it's just it's fifty, and it gives us all a break. You know. Um, yeah, I like that. So, yeah, I like that. that. Also, if you, any any of you guys want to talk about your money lives? I love talking about that too. Well, <laughs> you know, I might be talking to you off mic then as well. As I <laughs> give me a as, call. Yeah, as the MC work starts to come up, I mean, yeah. I to- I've told you about this too, you know, I mean, when this first happened, um, I was in between insurance and I didn't have the insurance and it broke, completely broke me. I couldn't stay in the apartment anymore. I had to sell half of my shit. Um, so, and I'm, I'm horrible with money anyway. And so and this just didn't, yeah, tipped my, over the edge. Yeah, once my reserves got drained, it, it did kind of tip me over the edge. And, and it yep. was like an all-in-one, the physical yep. inability um, to work. And, uh, and then the mental and emotional hell that I put, put myself through, the pit of despair. The pit yeah. of despair. 
one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and then the yeah, so it kind of all compiled together and created this like tsunami effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean th- this is what's really cool too because I I don't know if it's just me, but there are people who need all of the above kind of thing, mm-hmm. yeah. and. And it's like, yeah, so the fact well, that really, you- this is what I like about this work. It's like, okay, we're going here today. We're going there today. Another day, like I can be, you know, one day I'll be talking with a client about like some deep family history stuff. And then another time I taught a client how to like make a spreadsheet. Like I'm do, I love that. And I'm following where, and this is the same person, by the way, just different yeah. days. And, and I think we are needing that. We're needing like, sometimes I need practical stuff. Sometimes I need the deep stuff and we vacillate between the two. And I like vacillating between the two. So I think it's. And really one great. can affect the other pretty quickly, you yeah. know, one affects the other. So if you're working on, on everything at the quote unquote same time or in, or, you know, in sequence, um, mm-hmm. then there's less of a factor of falling back into the deep stuff because the money stuff isn't working or, mm-hmm. or you, you're getting the money stuff, but the deep stuff isn't there. And then yeah. your money's going toward bad places. Right. It feels just out of control. Like it can often reflect what's going yeah. on for us. So yeah. Call me up, Micah, anytime. Right on. <laughs> Right on. I love it. Yeah. I, I, this is cool. This is really cool. Rachel, yeah. I always love talking to you. I love talking to you. Thank you for inviting me. It was a real oh. pleasure. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we could we could take note of what we forgot to talk about now, and we can sure. maybe touch on it in December before before the holiday. I'm gonna, okay, I don't know if everyone does this. I definitely do, especially after I get off of, like, a really nice, intense conversation or, like, a session. Like, I keep having the conversation with the person in my head. Do you, does everyone do that? Like, oh, yeah. So I know oh, yeah. that I will. So I will take notes uh, from other conversations we will have in my head for the next three hours. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and, of course, I'm going to be, like, coming up with questions and, and ideas <laughs> as I go through it and listen to this again while I edit and try and find yeah. that spot where the chainsaw was going through the... <laughs> Stopping the internet connection. Oh my God. Continuity. Oh yeah. There's always challenges. That's one of the fun things about this is, is rarely does it go exactly according to plan. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's why we unexpect the expected. There you go. Yeah. All right, Rachel Duncan, uh, coach of everything. Your financial (laughs) coach, your mental health counselor, grief counselor, art therapist. And next time we talk, she'll probably have four or five more titles under her belt. I might. I might. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right on. Well, let's talk again in December. And um, yeah, I'll give you an update. I'll keep you posted on how things are going. So Please do. I do. I will. You know how it goes. <laughs> it's The cool thing is, is I'm, I'm learning how to allow myself to have those down days and mm-hmm. bring myself back up. And you gotta I, have the down days. You have to. Yeah. 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 You can't you can't be up here all the time. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I'm learning too, and I think I got this from you and maybe maybe it was someone else, but I think you reiterated it. When I wake up in the morning, I do my damnedest to come up with three things I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And then at night before bed, I reflect on the day and instead of going, what did I do wrong? Where could I have been better? I count the many success stories that I have. Yeah. 
and I repeat those to myself. And that's, that's gradually helping me get out of this low point and mm -hmm. back on track. Mm -hmm. And of course, the offer of the MC work was the, the yeah. bam. It's like, oh, yes, I can be a productive yes. member of society again, doing something I love to do. Yeah. So, um, Micah, you've been a tremendously productive and a valuable member of society. Thank you've you. been doing nothing. Okay. Thank I you. Want, I, you do not have to perform all the time to be valuable. Okay. I need to hear that. I, I I'm going to send that. you a voice memo and you can listen to that every morning <laughs> <laughs> or every evening. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. I'll take you up on that. <laughs> All right. Rachel Duncan, everybody. Therapist extraordinaire. Cool, cool woman. And, uh, pretty damn good voice too. You got the huskiness going Thanks. on. I like that. Yeah. The, the cold has helped with the that. Kathleen Turner. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> It's not my fault. They just drew me that way. And that's right. Oh, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. Yep. I love it. We're 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 uh, peers in the in the same generation. So you we actually really have the same taste. We have the same <laughs> taste. That's twisted. That's twisted. I don't know if I can respect you anymore. I'm just kidding. Love movie. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, let's let's tune out and tune off and sign off before uh, before we lose internet connection yet again. Um, but yeah, Woo. Woo. <laughs> you take care of yourself. I can't wait to talk again soon. Sounds good. Love it. All right. You take care. Thanks for everybody for listening, tuning in today to Seizure Salad, Foster Clock Epilepticus. You know the routine. Happy holidays, everyone. And uh, don't forget, drive fast, take chances, and unexpect the expected. Take care of yourselves and each other. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. Seizure Salad Fuster Clock Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Micah Ball. Original logo and graphic designed by Alba Lopez. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever blows your hair back. Just keep listening and join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember to unexpect the expected. It's all in your head. Take a minute to the whip and then I'm gonna mash on gas. Cause I'll be crushing that impasse with that ass syntax. Skinny motherfucker off a bucket of slim fast.